Hey, Jack Cooper team. I'm Lindley Davis. And I'm Lauren Canterbury. And welcome back to Let's Talk Jack. Before we get started, we wanted to remind you, if you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you're notified when a new video is released. As always, thanks for watching. Now let's dive into the next episode. another episode of Let's Talk Jack. This week, we'll be spending some one-on-one -on -one time with a very special car hauler from Bowling Green. We plan on continuing this theme of driver spotlight, so if you would like to nominate a driver for the show, please reach out to the HR team by emailing hrcommunications at jackcooper.com. We're kicking off our Spotlight mini-series with a driver who does not need much of an introduction. Phil Thompson, welcome to the show. How are you today? Oh, great. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Um, so, Phil, how long have you been driving for Jack Cooper? Uh, I came over when with the Allied deal. When they walked away from the business, Jack Cooper took over in 2011. So we're talking about 11 years. Wow, that's a long time. So I know, like, so many people, like, see a car haul trailer and on the road, and they might not really know, like, how you get into it. And it is kind of a its own, like, special kind of section of, of driving and and you know we know not to say truck driver to say car hauler yes. like there's a there's a specific difference yes. <laughs> so how did you get into car haul uh well to start off when i was 21 i was working my first trucking job and i was uh spotting trailers to the dock at anheuser bush in jacksonville florida oh nice. Well, a lot of guys want to change stuff you know uh, want to get another profession they start talking about you know hauling cars well then the the carrier that was hauling was Centurion. Well, I went over to Centurion, but I was only 21. Well, I just turned 22. They wanted to be 25 with, you know, uh, three years, two years experience. So I screwed my day up because I worked the night shift. I pulled out of their lot and I see a green car carrier passing by. <laughs> and I just followed him to the yard. <laughs> and I walked upstairs. They just so happened to be hiring and I got a job. That's what put me into it. That's but awesome. <laughs> was it everything well, you just, thought it was going to be? Like, did you have any expectations about it at all? This is what's really going to shock you. I had never paid any attention to a car haul. I'd never noticed one. <laughs> I just heard them talking about it. And once I came on the yard and I seen everybody loading, you know, I was like, this might be interesting. And like I said, again, I was 22 years old. So, you know, it was something new. Um, and then once I, you know, applied and, and you know, got the job, they invited me, well, came over. and. You know, a lot of guys, you know, just like it is today, you know, in most terminals, they took me up under their wings and yeah. they started showing me little tricks of the trade, little different things. And it started making sense over a period of time. And that's, you know, it, it, it really turned out to be a pretty good deal for me. Uh, just the way that everybody came together, you know, just trying to put it together and make me better. Uh, and they wouldn't let me fail. They just, they stuck it out with me through all my hard, hard labor and uh, I don't know, mistakes. I still say sometimes the only reason why I'm still here, they're trying to get back some of the money I cost them when I was damaged. Just back <laughs> I'm in the day. sure. Make up for the loss. 
<laughs> yes. Oh, that's so funny. That makes like a huge difference though. I think that's um, something that we hear a lot from new hires that even today, so today is the community that you have with all the other car haulers and the drivers. Like even people who don't work for Jack Cooper, you're at a you know truck stop and you're struggling with something or you need something like, you know, people, other people will help and it's great to have that community, but especially within Jack Cooper, it's, it's really strong and keeps people staying. So that's great. Oh, you want to love the people you work with, right? <laughs> no, that's true. And and I, I think, you know, as a community, we do look after each other. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, it takes a lot to do this and everybody knows it. Uh, be it with this company or any other company, you know, it, it is a small knit. I, I put it to you like a guy put it to me one time. At Freight, you can work beside a guy, you know, three or four years. And when you're done, you never see him again. And car hauling, you can work with him for a month, and I guarantee you, you'll see him again. He'll yes. he'll always pop back up somewhere, no matter what company or where he's at. And everybody's always looking for a better position or, or a better company, this, that, and the third. I mean, so we talk to each other about different things that's going on. Uh, you know, my company's better than yours. Your company's better than mine. We got this, you got that. But overall, you know, I think people see on this side a lot, more of a career than just a job. It's not just I'm passing through today. And, you know, I'm going to move on in a couple of years. Uh, mm-hmm. A friend of mine always say, you can talk to most drivers and they'll be in the, they'll be in driving, you know, 15, 20 years and never spent three years with one company. Uh, the guys over here, like I say, this is a career. This is not a job. The mm-hmm. guys here, they got a lot of time in. Most guys will hang around 10, 15, 20, 30 years. I mean, I had no idea I'd be here 37 years on a five-year plan that I started with. So, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, it's just amazing, you know, how things, you know, seem to just work out. Mm, so true. That's great. I think it's like, you know, everyone's going to have some like ups and downs about your career and your job and the company you work for. Um, but, you know, sometimes we hear a lot more negative being in HR <laughs> than positive, mm-hmm. um, but we hear a lot of positive too. So it's really uh, refreshing to know, you know, like there are people that have worked here for 30 to 40 years and there's a reason why. And a lot of that is the community. A lot of that is, you know, kind of the career, but also the opportunity that Jack Cooper offers. So um, that's awesome. That's yeah. wonderful. And that's one of the things I've, that's one of the, believe it or not, I mean, I, I really believe in what I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So me being who I am and I'm talking to people, uh, I tell them like this, you can hear anything you want on Facebook, social media, or anywhere else. You can, you can pretty much, you know, whatever you want to hear, you can get. But when you start talking negative, first thing you should ask the guy, well, how long have you been there? And if they say, you know, well, I've been there a few months and I left or whatever. Okay. That's one thing. But if you ask a guy and he's talking something real negative, and then you ask how long he's been there, and he's been there 10, 15 years, why did you stay? It had mm-hmm. to be something. It's got to be something more than just money. I mean, sure. it's got to be more to it than just that. Sure. So yeah. that's always my selling pitch. That's great. I love it. <laughs> so you've been hauling cars for some time now, and I'm sure mm-hmm. you've seen and and been a part of many things over the years. So could you share a memorable story or a highlight of your career? <laughs> so, there's too many <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> it really is it really is uh, and i like to say it like this you know certain things make you better okay certain things that you go through make you realize you know there's more to it than what you're doing mm-hmm. well the short story i like to tell is the missing of the boat uh that's a big joke around bowling green because 
one day Dan gave me a very important load that had to be there the day after Thanksgiving that Friday. And the load took me home and I was supposed to, he, the first thing he said was that load has to be there. And, you know, I was pretty dependable, I thought. But on this one occasion, it didn't quite work out. <laughs> I, I, I didn't make it. You know what I mean? I, I basically got lost in time and played around too long. And that uh, Saturday, I wasn't even, where, even where close to where I should have been. I was actually oh, dropping no. in Augusta when he started calling. And he was calling, trying to figure out why I wasn't where I was supposed to be. Well, when I pulled in, the phone starts ringing. I'm looking at it. That's Dan. Nope, don't want to answer that one. I don't know the cars. I get back into the car, get back in the truck, and I'm getting ready to leave. And I was going to make that one phone call, and I pushed the button and answered Dan. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, just like Forrest Gump's mother, Dan Johnson has a way of making me understand. <laughs> so, and the words he used, I don't want to repeat. But, you know, I had to run down to Brunswick to get those cars off. He was well, a little unhappy, out, I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, uh, man, I'll tell you what. He, <laughs> he used some words. But the thing is, you know, uh, they had a boat waiting in dock for those cars. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it cost them to let it sit there or what kind of trouble everybody got in. I know what kind of hot water I got in. <laughs> and it made me realize sometimes, you know, the things that we do are important. It's It's more to it than... I mean, when you, when let's take it like this, the vet, most of them are already sold. So because they're already sold, you got somebody waiting on them. And because mm-hmm. somebody waiting on them, they're really excited when you get there. Mm-hmm. Same with that boat. They was waiting on those cars. And I look at it as, you know, when I'm making deliveries, I'm trying to be on time. I'm trying to do it very efficient and I don't want to tear anything up. And that episode with the boat, I think really turned some things around for me. Uh, you know, I mean, you get a little butt chewed off your butt, man. It it seemed to wake you up a little bit. But, you know, that was one of the things that always made me, I think, make me a lot better than what I am today. I mean, make me start realizing things, you know, for what they are. Yeah. So next time Dan says, make sure that you deliver this by Friday. You had it there oh, by yeah, Friday. Yeah. I bet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you had it there by Friday. Thursday afternoon. <laughs> he was like sending pictures. Dan, I'm here. I'm here, Dan. Yeah, I'm I got here. it. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. That well, is so funny. It is. Well, thank you for sharing that, Phil. That was a great, memorable story. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> oh, was, it was. Well, you know, it's no secret that we're always looking to add to our team of drivers. Uh, what are some of the ways you would um, help facilitate our recruiting efforts? Basically, if you were a driver recruiter, what would you do to bring on uh, to help bring drivers on? Well, like I said, again, it all starts with being positive for once. For one, I, I try to give... You know, I, I don't just give the best of what we got. I mean, that's part of the things that, you know, God expect. But I tell them how hard it is and, you know, what to expect. And, you know, you're going to have some days when you're going to throw that tie down bar. You ain't going to want to do it. But, you know, it's hard work. But the other part of the thing is I always said, you know, looking from my standpoint or where I'm standing to where, you know, the guys in the office are and the guys who own it. I think in order to really and truly grow this business and get what we're looking for, because there is a driver shortage and everything, I think at some point, man, we're going to have to rethink how we're doing it. And it's got to be more than just word of mouth. One thing I've learned talking to the younger guys that as I'm training, you know, their attention span is that long. I mean, you got to keep them excited about what's going on. And I always said that you got to start them off young. So, Mm -hmm. I was thinking maybe even a a driver riding program where you get a ride along, you know, get some kid, you know, 18, 19 years old, 
give him something to look up to. Uh, with Josh, uh, the Joker, I call him. He was on that first uh, podcast you did. Yeah. Uh, and Josh, he started out as uh, what he the way this story is that his uncle put him in a truck when he was a kid. All right, and he was excited about that from day one. I mean, it just grew from there. Everybody knew it was in the car hall community. And he was, you know, excited about getting into it. My thing is, if you start these guys off young, or at least, you know, mm-hmm. introduce it to them, that'll give them something to look forward to later or maybe even think about. Uh, if we don't change the way we think about this, it's going to pretty much be harder and harder to recruit. Uh, because by the time a guy, let's face it, I went to Marine Corps at 18. Okay, I went in because nobody's going to touch me at that age. So mm-hmm. I'm killing time to somebody finally think of me as an adult to give me a decent job. Well, these guys, by the time they're 18, more than 18, they're doing the same thing. They, you know, they're trying to find some kind of way to break into the career, uh, into a career path. Uh, by the time trucking is ready for them, most guys want you to be, most companies want you to be 25. They've already figured out something else to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't get them early and get them interested early, you're going to lose them. And it's that's so what true. I think is happening now. So yeah. I think we've got to have some type of pathway to get them into us. Well, that that's the purpose and the thought behind the rookie program. And that's where we're, you know, able to hire people right out of CDL school, even sponsor mm-hmm. them through CDL school. And because it starts them with the interest early, like you said, and they see like that career path ahead of them. So you're couldn't agree mm-hmm. with you more. You're, you should join the recruiting team. Come on, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's awesome. Well, I have one more question before we go to the lightning round. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you have any words of wisdom to the people who are just starting out doing car haul? Maybe they're having that day where they just, they're tired and it's a lot of hard work. Like what's your words of encouragement? Cause I know you've had a lot of those days, but here you are still here doing it. How do, what do you say to them to get through the hard days? I always say, take a step back, you know, take a deep breath and look over the situation. Uh, and when you get ready to throw that tie down bar, make sure nobody's looking or nobody's around is going to hit. But the bottom line is, I, I think uh, you just got to give it a chance. Uh, there's going to be some challenging days. You're going to get some loads that you ain't going to have a clue. But you got to remember where your support is and, and you know, where your help's coming from. That guy next to you, he'll be there for you. He's always he's never going to let you down. Uh, when I started in 85, the, the whole deal was you never left a man behind. If somebody was on the dock, you made sure he was okay before he left. To my words of wisdom to anybody is use your help. If somebody's ne- somebody next to you, you know, you use them for what you need. Uh, and the same for the guy next to him. I mean, if you see him struggling, you know, help him out. But the main thing is, is just, you know, to main calm, don't get upset. During the hot days, take a breather. You know, uh, you just pretty much got to just relax. Mm. Have fun with it. Uh, enjoy your job. And that's what I think has kept me around so long. I, I still enjoy it. You know, I can still find a little bit of happiness here and there and a little bit of, you know, fun there and there and uh, just hanging out with the fellas and, you know, just, you know, trying to figure out well, which way we're going next. But the main thing with a new guy is he's got to get, he's got to get there. He's He's sure. got to remember that it takes time to do this. So patience is key. <laughs> patience. There you go. Patience. That's awesome. Thank you for the words of wisdom, Phil. 
Um, so we're almost finished, but we can't conclude without doing everyone's favorite round, the lightning round. So I'm going to ask, you know, and you're a pro at this now. So yeah, you, know, he knows. I, you already know, <laughs> I'm just going to ask a quick question and you just have to answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. So you ready? Okay. Awesome. We should do like rapid fire since it's just Phil. Rapid just like fire. yes rapid fire <laughs> lightning round is that a thing yes <laughs> all right what are you currently binge watching whatever my wife's watching <laughs> and right binge. now is <laughs> what right now is uh, uh what's that hands made tail oh oh yes. Yes. yes i've never seen that before yes. i've heard it's so good <laughs> yes i fall asleep don't be honest she puts it on you know i want to watch sports <laughs> And I'll sit there and, you know, she's like, you know, you slept through the whole thing. But what was the exciting part? Tell me, you know. But. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. See, this is why we can't do rapid fire because I want to talk about the answers. Okay. Uh, in one word, how would you describe your entire car haul career if you could just use one word? Great. Perfect. I love it. Uh, okay. If you could travel the world for free, where would you go first? Hawaii. Oh, yes, that's a good answer. Lauren's right by Hawaii. She's in Seattle, so she oh, gets yeah. to like see it all the time, right? So close, so close. <laughs> so what is your favorite truck stop to get fuel at? It'll always be Love's. Love's? Love's, okay, that, shout out. Yeah. Awesome. You get your fuel up, you get a lot of free stuff, so yes, Love's. Awesome. Uh, most importantly, what is your favorite sports team? You said you like to watch sports. Uh, Florida State and Tampa Bay. Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. He's I'm a sorry. Brady fan. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> well, I wasn't, but now that he's on my team, I got a root. <laughs> now you are. Okay. So yeah. you're you're a Buccaneers fan with or without Tom Brady. That's why you haven't followed them. Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. I, yeah, I went through all the bad years when they was actually losing every game. So yes, I've Hey, that's fight. a true fan. That's a true fan. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. Well, we've so enjoyed our time with you, Phil. Thank you so much for coming in here and talking with us. You're always welcome as a guest here or even a host if you want to take over one day. Um, but we hope you drive safe out there. And if you need anything, you just let us know. But thanks for joining and have a great day. No, I appreciate it. Thanks. Y'all too. Have a good day.